we're back. We're back. We're back. Ladies and gentlemen, with part two of the greatest episode of Des Moines and Dragons, um, brought to you by the Truffle Shuffle. <laughs> when you want truffles, do this shuffle. You better shuffle. So we cut to the party is at this uh, uh, hostel tavern place, um, sitting at a table by themselves, and uh, uh, it's got to be about the late evening. So like the you know the bar, there's lots of people. It's quite noisy, and eventually, uh, sitting there, uh, Davery comes up and pulls a chair out and sits down. And has just got this big shitting grin on his face. Well. Okay. So, I got us a job. Okay, great. What is it? There's a, a mining company that's just outside the city. Ho- Whoa, hold on. <laughs> Didn't even tell you the best part. Uh, there's a mining company outside of the city. Uh, they've had some miners go missing, and they just need you guys to go in and kill some goblins. Should be really easy. I can kill a goblin like anybody else, I guess. Goblins why, for why, breakfast. Why do I have the overwhelming sense that it's not as simple as the boy makes it sound? I'm right there with you. Look, <clears throat> Lucius assured me I'm sure you're not saying that correctly well it's the way that it was spelled on his door and he assured me that uh, there's a foreman that he knows personally has had some men go missing and it's in an area where they've had goblin patrols before and he doesn't have the manpower to go in and kill them himself so he just needs some (laughs) guild members to go in there and bust some skulls so are we doing this could you show us on a map where the area was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, here. And he uh, like holds his hand out in front of you, and he points to his thumb, and he says, where this first knuckle is on my thumb, we'll just pretend that's jury right here, okay? Um, over here, where my the rest of my thumb is, we'll <laughs> call that where the river is, okay? So we're going to go up the river, up the coast, here, just it's like less than a. It should only take a couple hours to get to the uh, bottom of the mountains. There's some uh, switchbacks that will go up, and uh, the mines are just right there. It's easy. It's the mine. It's and it's at the top of this first peak here, so it's uh, you know shouldn't shouldn't take too much for for us to get in there and bust some goblin heads. Well, I'm sure it's still you. What? Well, I had the sneaking thought that if you tried to go into the guild that they might capture you and send someone with your likeness, but you're definitely Davery. <laughs> oh, y- yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Perfect. <clears throat> I am. I think we should take it. Let's go. Oh, the reward? Sure. 500 gold pieces. It's pretty good. So you're welcome... I think I did a pretty good job of negotiating price. You did wonderful. You did a great job. Also, they were really surprised that Cadre 11A was still operating. Ah, balls. There it is. We were so close. Avery, did you use our names? Uh, When you say our names... As in Harbeck and Ornella. No, I didn't use Ornella. But... We need to leave. But did you... They don't, they don't know who you are. It's fine. We're going to make some quick cash, get paid, and leave. Okay. They didn't, look, they didn't ask for last names. And there's probably a lot of Ornellas and Harbecks. Look, are you we'll, kidding me? No, we'll just look. We'll we'll go. We'll go up. We'll, we'll do it tonight. We'll go up the mountain tonight. He seems awfully pushy. Look, I'm just trying to get us some I money. I don't trust him. I Why? Swear You've to trusted God, him up Davery. until now. 
Yeah, but he just went meeting somebody that we weren't there. If this is and a now trap. he's acting like he's trying to take us somewhere without us knowing what we're doing. No, 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 no. Whoa, whoa. Come on. You guys. Seriously? I'll find the truth if you let me have five minutes with him. Whoa. Uh, I do not want five minutes alone with him. <clears throat> he is aggressive. Avery, do you know what an unwitting accomplice means? Uh, Excellent. Would you be mad if I said no? It's okay, Davery. Okay, thank Harbeck, you. Harbeck, your point. The point being, he may not have set up the trap himself, but he is a fine fool to lead us into one. Look, I... Seriously, I... I, <clears throat> I think you're kind of blowing this out of proportion. We'll go, and we'll make it slow. Orzak, maybe you should trail behind us. Mm-hmm. That way, if trouble does come... I'll... You're the, you're our first line of defense. Wait, I'm going with you. Yes. More proof. Okay. You, right? No, I figured. I'm just not much of a sword guy. <clears throat> I'm kind of a coachman. Uh, not much of a fighter. Davery. Yeah. If they promised you money to it... turn us over. No. Oh, come on. Turn you over? Like no one thinks. No one cares about what you did here. Have people talked about it? I mean, initially, but things are so fucked up right now anyway. I, honestly, it's kind of old news. I think maybe he's right. We've been in the city for a, a whole day. I understand you're not wanting to trust me. You show up into town after being gone for who knows how long, and I seem to know what I'm talking about. But I, let me promise you, I don't. Wait. I, I do. I mean, I... I'm not a bad guy. Look, I'm on your this side. This is what we do. I start grabbing his arm very hard. Ow, ow, And like bending ow, it back. Ow, 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 that really hurts. We're leaving. Okay. Come with me, make a sound, and I'll snap it in two. Okay, I'll be very quiet, but it just hurts so much. I start bringing him out, and I look at you. You need to ask him some serious questions. Take him into an alley. Okay. <clears throat> He's like, he's whimpering. He's, and they're kind of feminine whimpers. I'm just doing what I said I was going to do. Mm -hmm, I'm mm -hmm. holding him here and applying pressure, <coughs> making him uncomfortable. Okay, <coughs> fine. Ask me. I'm waiting for her to come out. <clears throat> I, I. Uh... Cool off a second. And then I meet them out there. Okay. And I stand next to Debris, facing you. Mm-hmm. This is very uncomfortable. A little more pressure. More uncomfortable still. Ease up and he'll talk. You need to Talk. start asking the questions you really need to know. I promise I'm not I'm not here to I'm not here to get you in any trouble. I don't have any questions to ask. I trust him. He went to the guild, he got us a job. I even have the letter of writ in my pocket explaining exactly what I just told you. He Got seems it. unfazed that he's coming with us. Well, I, I mean I wouldn't say I'm unfazed. Quite phased. I mean, I am quite phased, but uh, look, I'll do it if it means that you'll trust me. I'm not trying to fuck you over. I'm like one of the only people, person, that actually believes that you didn't kill the prince, okay? We need an ally. I let him go. This oh is what we'll do. Gods! Going up the mountain, we you send Davery so first. You were so strong. And then. Harbeck and I, and you will bring up the rear, and we'll all meet at the top, we'll get the job done, and we'll come back to the I'll city. follow to make sure no one else is following. There's not going to be anyone following, but yeah, good plan. So, where, um, do you guys, are you guys going to head out right away? Okay. 
he uh, he says, I, I don't really have good traveling clothes, but don't worry about it. Uh, okay, well, let's... We'll only be gone a few hours, right? That's what you said. Yeah. Yep. Good. Okay. Well, let's let's head out then. Right, I'm leading. Uh, it's uh, but it's this way. Um, it's I have to go past. My I'm gonna God. okay. I'll put. So, um, <clears throat> before we get, get keep going with the awesome, uh, uh, um, from outside perspective, mm-hmm. what are they traveling in? How is this happening? Is it four, th- three people walking off in the street out into the wilderness, or is it? Are they on a cart or what? What what's going on? So, uh, you're saying what do like what does this look like? The scene of you guys right. leaving. Right. And the what city? are they leaving? Are they? It, so I'm knowing that I'm going to follow intentionally and trying to track them. I want to mm-hmm. make sure I understand what I'm tracking. Oh sure. So if it's just three people walking, it's a different thing than a cart. Mm-hmm. I could put a marker on I it see. or something. Yeah. He he doesn't have a cart or horses or anything. He just presumed to uh, walk out okay. to the. Um, to the mountain. It should only take a few hours to get out there and then up the mountain, maybe another couple hours. So before we leave, I kind of go over to Ornell and I kind of, kind of put my hand on her shoulder and I say, can I see the bottom of your boot? Sure. I kind of take this thing and I jam a thing into it. So it has a distinctive shape and go, Oh, that's really smart. Nice. Okay. Maybe some inspiration in order. Oh, I am. Yeah. And actually, everyone should have some inspiration. I'm, I, I do. Inspiration. Okay. Yes. Uh, if you don't have it filled in, you should have some. Okay. Everyone has one. Yay. Um, so, yeah, you guys set out into the night. Uh, you get to the uh, exit gates. Uh, Davery hands a letter to the guard. Uh, the guard looks it over and says, all right, and turns and opens one not like the huge portcullis but the small like door just opens it up and stands to the side and lets you uh, four pass through thank you uh, davery puts the letter back in his breast pocket uh, bundles up kind of adjusts his clothes um he's still like pretty much just in his like bar outfit minus the smock um smart and begins leading you out uh, into like this refugee camp, basically. That is now it's now late evening, but there's still activity. There's people milling about and talking and carousing going on. As we're leaving, um, that interaction that he had with the guard showing the papers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. As we're leaving, I'm actually paying attention less to them, but I'm watching the guards for any kind of. Like if they take notice of right. anything, or if one it like kind of does a nod and one walks off, it looks like if they change. Yeah, yeah, roll perception for me. Okay. <laughs> how about that? Um, how about that? How about that? What is perception based off of wisdom? Um, I rolled a twelve. Okay. Uh, so you do not notice that the. Uh, you don't notice that the guard pays any more attention to you leaving than he okay. should. He All like right. watches you leave, and as you leave, he shuts the iron iron door. You hear a heavy bolt turn and lock, and okay. he goes back to standing uh, at his post. Okay. Uh, you continue meandering and walking through the refugee camp uh, for several minutes, but uh, eventually the camps and tents give way to a uh, uh, meadow and field that is outside uh, that is the outside of Jury. It's a full moon, so there's actually a little bit of illumination that makes traveling relatively easier than it, sh- it would normally be. <coughs> and uh, Davery turns north and begins following the river, and you can see up in the distance the tall uh, peaks of the uh, these mountain ranges um, have a specific name. It's not important to know it right now, but heads to these, um, heads over to these mountains. Um, does anyone, uh, during the walk, uh, march up to the, uh, these are the Padra mines, P-A-W-D-R-A mines, Padra. And uh, during the walk, does anyone say anything 
Is it sort of, is it quiet? Uh, what's the mood like? Uh, I think that we are a little bit spread out. Not, like, too terribly far. Sure, but maybe, like, you know, 10 to 15 yards between each other. You're yeah. not walking hand in hand next to each other. Right. Okay. Um, and I walk, or catch up to debris. Mm-hmm. And it's it's quiet and and dark, and we're walking up this trail, and uh, I think I, like, put my hand on the back of his neck and sort of... Uh, I just like ruffle his hair a mm-hmm. little bit, and then he so, uh, he like kind of shrugs your hand off of his shoulder and see like wipes something off of his face and says sorry, and like kind of walks a little bit faster to outpace you to like maintain some distance from I you. I see that, and I yell up to the front, Davery. <laughs> he stops in his tracks. Could I see that letter of writ? You see his shoulders deflate. He turns around, um, and it takes a few minutes for you to catch up. Again, we're talking, I mean, there's distance between you. As you approach, he takes a letter out of his breast pocket and hands it to you. I read it. Uh, it's a letter from a Lucius Cromish, uh, guild master of uh, jury guild post 1784. Uh, this letter of writ uh, confirms the... Uh, uh, guild cadre 11a uh in service of the guild therefore in service of the crown uh to be granted leave from the city and upon their return uh granted entry into the city davery why are you crying <laughs> i'm not crying i want to make an insight check Um, you sense uh, he's really hurt. It's not a 12. That's a 6. I'm at actually a 9. Excuse me. That's okay. I mean, same information. (laughs) He just, he seems really hurt. There's a lot of pain in his voice. Listen, I'm, we should just keep moving though. Don't, I'm fine. Fine. Okay. I'll hold on to the letter. Yeah, that makes sense. Lead the way. Okay. He turns around and like begins uh, quickly marching, uh, uh, quickly marching ahead. I um, I, I uh, let him go on ahead, and I, I stop by Ornell and I say, "Something is not right." I think that the boy is hurt. Harbeck, he was our only friend. He, he's our only friend. Let me make something clear to you right now. You and me, we are our only friends. That's it. Period. Orzak, he's a good man, and he helps us. We don't know how long he's going to stay with this party. You and I are in this together. You're right. Let's keep moving. So, uh, yeah, the the camera pulls back now and gets a bird's eye view. Um, we see, like, the mountains, uh, the foreground uh, blurs and the background comes into focus. And we can see the moon rising over the mountains and a clear starry sky. Uh, the scene fades to black and then fades back in and we... Um, come back to the party are now winding up these switchbacks um, uh, eventually and they're like three quarters of the way up the hill we've seen the moon has moved quite a bit in the sky and it's, it would tell us that several hours have passed uh, and the party is now towards the very top of this uh, first peak uh, which is where Davery said that this, uh, these miners have gone missing uh, the roads have become the road has become more treacherous, and it, it where it was once two person wide, you could walk comfortably side by side. It is now narrowed to like less than. I mean, you have to be very careful where you're watching walking. Excuse me, and uh, there are signs posted for the um, Padrine uh, Mining Company that point towards different caves of, um, and you can see there's like mining equipment that's discarded here. 
and eventually you make it to the very top um, and there is a cave that opens up and there's a sign that is planted in the ground and it's just got a a big red X in it Um, and in common uh, there's a note taped to it and says do not enter and it's uh, there's it's signed by a uh, oh what's his name the Lajlo, uh, Foreman Lajlo. So as we've been coming up, I've mm-hmm. been following intentionally further behind. Oh, yep, yep. Um, and based on the story that he said that there's been a group of individuals that have had issues with this mine, I'm trying to look for comparative tracks. Like, this is a place where a lot of people have been going. They've got this problem. Maybe, you know, mm-hmm. is it just, am I just following you know, three sets of tracks. Right. And you, um, you don't need to roll perception because there's nothing, um, the, you catch the three sets of tracks of the party that you know to follow. Um, but you also see that there are deep ruts marked in the switchbacks that you're going up to until you get to these very narrow ones where there wouldn't be no way Mm -hmm. for like carts or heavy traffic to go through. Okay. So this is a, a cave opening, not a mine shaft opening. Correct. So Harbeck looks around and says, um, where's the mine, Davery? You read the letter. They said the mine at the top of the peak. Right, an active mine where people are working and going missing. Do you see anyone else here? No. Javery, what's going on? We're leaving right now. No, hold on. What's... I don't understand what you guys are being so weird about. You're lying to us, Davery. I'm not lying to you, Harbeck. What will it take for you for me to convince you that I'm being honest? A mine would be nice. Okay, well, okay. What if, barring that... How about the goblins that we're supposed to kill? Okay, well, let's go in and see if they're there. You go in, Davery. Fine. Do you have any torches? Nope, fresh out. I'm, like, pushing the torches down in my back. <laughs> Right. Um, you fine. don't have dark vision? No, I'm a human. I just see with light. Hmm. Sad. You know what? Fine. I'm going in there. Whatever. You, you, don't go in. I'll collect the reward myself. <laughs> Listen to him now, Ornella. I look away from both of them. He turns around and starts walking into the cave. Harbeck just sits outside the cave looking at Ornella. I start pacing. This is supposed to be a mine. There are supposed to be people here. I I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what you want me to say. I just want to go home. I want that too. Paul, can I spend some time now mm-hmm. as I'm approaching this? And I'm, oddly enough, I spent some time in a mine. <laughs> um, I know <laughs> what this is supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. I'm not, this, I was, this isn't a mine. I didn't believe any of it before. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it now. Mm-hmm. So now I'm looking for. It's not a mine. Right. It is very obviously a natural cave formation. <clears throat> right. You do see that there are, there is evidence that this entrance might have been like enlarged in like you can see there's scrape marks of pickaxes along like uh, the base to maybe widen the opening but this is very still definitely a natural cave formation so before i was imprisoned Mm -hmm. what i did was track people through mountains Mm -hmm. in particular military Mm -hmm. 
I start applying that training. It's coming back to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking for marks of regiments or mounted uh, cavalry, mm-hmm. things of that nature. They're with a, If it's a well-traveled road, mine or whatnot, mm-hmm. you'd, it'd be hard to find it. But you could still find it if you were paid to do so. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm doing. I'm looking at it differently now. I can see her footprints because I know where they're going. Yep. But I'm looking for so, uh, you know, something else. So the first thing that sticks out to you is that this peak is very naturally positioned to give a near 360-degree view of the immediate area. Uh, you would be able to see anything like from Jury all the way up to the forests that go up to Morsank, all the way down to the southern road. It, gives, it would give any person that would occupy this space a very advantageous view of the area. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no natural path up to this aside from the switchback. These are like sheer cliffs and peaks. There's not a, it's not easily accessible except for the road that you took up here. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to change my trajectory. I'm not going to do switchbacks. I'm going to come up and kind of circle around and try to land where I land. Okay. Catching up with the group, but bisecting them. Right on. Okay. Interesting. Um, Who do I want to... I'll cut to you first. Okay. So you're you're walking around sort of... um, So like, I guess, if this... Uh, if we use this bottle cap as the peak and this side facing me here mm-hmm. is like the cave entrance at the top, you're like heading around. Like, yeah. Going, so think about trying a, to make a wide berth around. Well, so you think about switchbacks. Mm-hmm. So instead of taking the one, all of them together, just going up mm-hmm. and trying to circumvent. And if I can get, if it's narrow enough, yeah, I'll, I'll <clears> try to flank. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Coming around the flanking side, you can see that this uh, uh, this peak, this mountain, uh, has behind it a like it sort of creates its own natural protective barrier of sheer cliff faces. Um, again, military strategy kind of working through your head. Uh, you recognize that this would be a pretty defendable position, a position that would be uh, easy to hide activity because it's so difficult to see past uh, on the other side of these cliffs. Okay. Uh, And if I can make uh, uh, an image that no one listening to this will see, but for my players to better understand... um, this mountain peak sits up high like this, and we've got these cliffs that come off, almost making a V uh, behind it, making the back side of this mountain uh, all but not knowable what it is or what it looks like. And we cut over to you all, uh, Harbeck and Ornella, sitting at the cave entrance. Harbeck's still looking at Ornella. <clears throat> How long do we wait? Do we wait for a mine to appear? All right, do you want to just leave then? I would rather we do. All right, start walking. Well, we should catch up with Orzok. At the word Orzok, you hear a blood-curdling scream come from inside of the mine shaft. Uh, it definitely sounds like Davery. A, a wretched, wicked scream of someone in a lot of pain. Uh, and then uh, the scream is cut off and ends abruptly. Okay, we can go now. I'm just kidding. Let's go. No, we could just leave. Now it's too late. Do we wait for Orzok? No, now we have to go. Okay. We go in. Okay. Uh, it is dark, so uh, Harbeck can see he has dark vision. I have a tinderbox. And uh, Harbeck has torches. Do you guys, do you light a torch? Uh, do you take a torch in, or do you kind of use Harbeck to kind of guide you with his dark vision? We should probably not use a light. And uh, Orzok, you hear in the distance this, like, scream. Because you're not, you're not, you're far away, but you're not so far that you would be, you'd not know uh, this is happening. So you hear this scream come from the top of the peak where Ornella and Harbeck were. 
Does it sound like it was outside or no it sounds it has like the reverb of coming from within okay all right well hearing the sounds start making my direction that way okay i lead into the cave with uh ornola behind me so entering into the cave uh you see the telltale signs of uh, like mining activity um you can see that there's uh you know, parts of the cave wall that have been excavated and there is piles of rubble and debris of someone that had taken like a, a pickaxe or some sort of mining implement and carved out parts of the rock. Um, you can see there is shiny black uh, ore that's in the wall in places and in other places like a whole cavity is missing. And walking down uh, further into the cave, you see a... Uh, uh, blood splatter, or well, I get sorry. You see a puddle on the ground. Well, this looks like a mine. Yeah, but did you notice that they left everything at the front? It's a mine in the sense that someone swung something at the wall. I like bend down and put a finger into the puddle. Yeah, it's it's viscous and red. Davery is um well, he was bleeding. Well, you and something uh Orzok or excuse me, Harbeck roll uh make a knowledge roll um insight. We'll use insight. 17. Yeah, so you notice though while there are signs of mining activity that has occurred, you don't see the other signs. Like if, Carts, if someone is digging rails, into the wall, you don't have, supports. yeah, there's no like supports that would keep this from collapsing. Right. There's no like tracks of like mine cars. There's no light. Right. There's no braziers that you could light. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, while it does look like stuff has been mined, it does not look like it was some sort of organized effort by, someone or organized effort by like a mining company would never mine like this or i need you to think why would they send us into a goblin camp I, i don't know why would they do that when they know it's us it's a trap right I can still see the exit. We can we can turn around and head down the mountain, and we can and we can go. We can figure it out on the way. Can you live with that without knowing what happened to Davery? I think that you and I both know the answer to that question. If we leave now, the trap may be triggered. They were probably watching us the whole time we came up this mountain. They had a view from all over up on the ridge. Like you said earlier, you and I are the only friends that we have. And kinda Orzok. And kinda Orzok. You hear a uh, wicked, loud screech uh, everyone roll a, uh, roll an insight check for me. Seven. It sounds familiar, but you can't place where you've heard this before. Four. All right. Those two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Orzog, you're at like the top of the switchback. You're like near the entrance of the cave. Okay. You're like maybe two turns away. Okay. Technically from them. Um... All right, well, it's going to attack. Okay. It's. And it's going to attack uh, Odds, Ornella, Evens, Harbeck. Odds, Ornella. Uh, Ornella does a 17 hit you. Meets it beats. Okay. A, like, big crustacean-like claw comes out of the darkness and grabs you and pins you up against the wall. Uh, Disgusting. Like a 
a smell cool. of rot and sulfur and eggs fills your nostrils. The uh, light oh, from the... We're t- familiar. Yeah. Uh, you, you recognize the claw of a crab preacher. Uh has pinned you up against the wall uh, and you take you take you take nine damage fuck so I turn and see that happen and is it the preacher that we saw in town no okay it this so the last crab preacher that you fought was uh, a recently turned crab preacher still had remnants of a humanoid form. Mm-hmm. This appears to be all 100% crab. Very little preacher left. Um, it's got a big, uh, like, carapace back. It's got these big front claws and a disgusting tumor covered, uh, heavily. Uh, uh, Oh, what are we, like it's covered in carapace, uh, but there's these gross growths coming out of its face. Uh, and then everyone roll initiative for me. Orzok, you too. Orzok, you too. Orzok, you too. Shit. Seven. Ten. Um, Fifteen. Okay. So, Orzok, you go first. Uh, <laughs> um, so do I know where the entrance is first off? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. Um, you're at the top of the switchback and you see the cave, like it's in front of you right there. Right. Um, before I do anything, I take a moment and I wait and I see, just want that to make sure like no people like go up and go. You know, stand guard in front of it, you know, mm-hmm. or something, right? Yep. Um, if it's clear, I'll uh, bolt. It is clear. It. All right, I'm going to bolt towards it and get in there. Okay. So you get to, uh, you use your full move, which is 60 feet. Right. Your move is 30, right? Yeah. Yep. So your full move, 60 feet, um, gets you inside uh, and uh, quite a ways down into the uh, tunnel itself, into the cave. And you can see... Further down, about 35, 40 feet in front of you, um, a torch has fallen on the ground and illuminates this disgusting, uh, like this weird-looking crustacean that's on these humanoid legs, uh, but it's just covered in chitin and plate. It's got these uh, two heavy clawed arms, and it's got one of its claws uh, around Ornella's torso, and it's pushed her up against the wall off her feet. Her feet are dangling in the air and Harbeck is standing stunned next to this. Okay. So now it's the uh, crab, uh, crab preacher's turn. Uh, crab preacher is going to attack. Uh, Ornella is going to try to pincer her and cut her in half. Oh my God. <laughs> it's a one. It's a one. Yep. It's a critical fail. Um, fail. So... I'm going to open this up to... Critical. I'll give this to... Ornella, I feel like sometimes in combat you kind of get screwed over. I'll give you... Uh, I'll let you... Uh, what do you want to do with this guy's one? Um, can he let go of me? Sure. Like, do you, like, wriggle free or, like... Um. Yes, he can let go of you, but make it cooler. Escape. Oh, I forget. Hang on. Give me Not one death second. You're okay. I think I have a short sword. I think I picked that up somewhere. Because if I do, I want to just, like, whip it and, like, poke him right in his, like... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pointing they to the wrist. They can't see it, but, yeah. But, like, of his crab foot or his, like... Yeah. In a soft spot on his arm. Yeah, totally. That's what I'm pointing yeah. at. Yeah. I mean, we you, you have a short sword. Okay, You're a cool. fighter. Like, it's conceivable that you've got the gear. I think I picked one up one time, but whatever. I believe yeah. you. Yeah. I stab him, and he, he like, retracts okay. a little bit. Okay. Um, he has... Uh, you see that the stab does not do much damage. Yeah. We're familiar with... Yeah. Yep. Same so there. Yep. All right. Uh, now it is... Uh, he's going to make another attack. Um, and he's going to attack Harbeck. Uh, 16, 16 plus 6. That, I think that's a hit. Mm-hmm. Gross. 
one, two. So you take you take six damage, Harbeck. Okay. And then, so that's the end of his turn. Um, I believe Ornella, you were next, and then Harbeck, okay. and then Orzok. Um, I am going to. Try to get behind Harbeck. So I'm going to move behind Harbeck. Okay. Yeah, you you can just do that. Yep. And I know, well, I'm whatever. Yeah, that's all I'm going to do. Okay. Great. Um, You can also ready an action. I'm going to draw my great axe. I'm going to get it ready. Hell yeah. Yeah, get that bitch out. Yeah. Ching. Ching. Harbeck Thunderfist. Yeah, I want a Sacred Flame. Yeah. Sacred Flame. Sorry. I forget how that works. What do I do? Okay. So, I'm glad you asked. Is it a cantrip? Yes. And it's like, it's a really good cantrip. It's, uh, in some, some people like really don't utilize it enough. Uh, so what happened? Flame like radiance descends on a creature that you can see within range. The target must succeed on a dex saving throw or take 1d8 radiant damage. Target gains no benefit from cover for this saving throw. Uh, so make a dex save. Yes. And what, what do I have to beat Harbeck? What's your spell save DC? 14. Okay. Uh, and in its dex, I have no dex mod, so it's 10, so I fail. So, d8 damage to me, big beginner. Um, eight. <sighs> so what does this look like? You've burst this thing into flames. Yeah, so, like, this is all happening so fast at this point. Like, Ornella gets pinned up to the wall. She's able to, like, get a poke in to get free, and from the bottom, I, like, uppercut in the sacred flame right into his face. Hell yeah. Awesome. And now the whole, like, tunnel is very well lit, right. too. Uh, and this thing is flailing and trying. It's using its oversized claws to try to put out the flame. Totally not working. Orzok, uh, you're 45 feet away. Seems like uh, seems like um, a bit of an opportunity here. Um, so I will use my move um, to. I'll just run down and uh, as I'm running, pull the sword out quietly, and then I'm just gonna take a big old. Um, well. I'm going to try to jam it up in a pit as it's kind of flailing its arms around. Okay. <clears throat> so I'm going to run down there and do it. Put it in his arm pit. Crack this crack. Put it in the old pit. Put into the pit. Does a nine <laughs> it? <laughs> no, it does not. I think, I think so trying to find a pit yeah. to hit, like yeah, it's, it's just like, flailing sh- around too much that you yeah. can't really find a good purchase Wait. for your sword. Check out my uh, country... Band, uh, flailing pits. Where are the flaming pits? Flaming pits. Uh, well, one what? Face pit. Back to Crab Preacher's turn. Crab Preacher, uh, does he stay on fire? Or is that just a single? I don't think there's any um, like lingering burn damage ever. No, there's not. Okay. Yep, you're right. Uh, so this thing uh, locks eyes with you, Ornella, and. Uh, it's ma- you see its mouth open really wide and this gross purple tongue like starts moving in it and it shoots out towards you. Oh, again. Ugh. God damn it. I keep getting tongue. I rolled a two. I'm going to grab it. <sighs> okay. I'm going to grab that tongue. <laughs> make, a, make an athletics save. D20 plus athletics. Yeah. I have really good athletics, so that's not a yeah. D20. Now that I say that, I'm going to roll... One ball. <laughs> 20. <gasps> Nat 20. Nice. <laughs> I'm glad we recorded yes. all of that. Eat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm on your side, right? Like yes. I'm not. <laughs> I know. I'm just excited. I'm also Davery as much as I am the crab preacher. Yeah. I know. And I'm in love with him. Well, okay. So... What do you what do you want to do? Grab it. Okay, you do. And like yank. Okay, you do. That's all I wanted to do. Okay, so you've basically got this thing in like a controlled position. Anyone else making an attack on it, so long as you've got it grappled by this tongue. Yeah. 
uh, gets advantage to oh, hit. Nice. Do I get advantage to hit? No, because you, you have to I maintain to this hold on it. Okay, cool. Uh, Harbeck. Yeah. yeah. I want to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free action while you're thinking, what the hell is this thing? Crab preacher! Crab preacher, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> totally doesn't help well, explain it. Well, they've talked about it around the campfire, but it's like, what the hell? <coughs> Excuse me. So, with um, Ornella grabbing the tongue, I want to cast Sacred Flame again. Nice. And I want to, like, shove it into his throat. Yeah, right in his mouth. Okay. Dex save? Dex save. 14. Oh, I, uh, I nat 20 the same. Son of a gun. Oh, damn. Just cheap and easy. So, so he, uh, the crab preacher, sees you, like, again, tr- mm-hmm. like, gathering the sacred flame in your hand and moves. And you can see, like, an, it, it experiences quite a bit of pain, but it, like, pulls its tongue and it, it uh, moves out of the way. And the flame the blasts. The flame just right past. Yeah, jets on the side of the uh, cavern wall. Or Zach. Well, is it still kind of wrangled? Tongue wrangled? Yep, still tongue wrangled. All right. I'm going to go ahead and, um, yeah, I'm just going to do, I'm going to do a reckless attack. Well, no, wait, I already have advantage. Never mind. I'll go ahead and just attack him. Oh, my goodness. Not going to be much help. Uh, 13? Nope, not a hit. Okay. All right. Crab Preacher's turn. Uh, Crab Preacher. Seems wily is going to try to get free of your grip on its tongue. Okay. So we're going to make opposed athletics checks. Whoever gets higher uh, wins. Uh, 18 overall. Okay. So, yeah. So he, this thing yanks, and you're just not able to maintain a firm grip on this slippery, gross tongue. Yeah. But it, it spends its whole turn doing that, and the tongue like f- retracts really quick and flies back into its mouth. Okay. Uh, your turn, Ornella. Um, I think still in the confusion of the tongue and then and the flame and the. Oh yeah. I'm gonna try to swing with my great axe right at its neck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do it. Do it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. Oh, oh my God. 13 plus what? strength plus strength. proficiency. So, um, 13 plus 3. 16. Pro- and your what level are you? Uh, 4. Uh, so your proficiency bonus would be level would be 3. So, 13 plus 3 plus 3. Yes. 19. 19. Okay. And that beats its armor. Cool. So, you hit. Now do your damage. Okay. Okay. And Jason, yeah, check that proficiency bonus thing. We'll just we'll let it ride for now, but I'm in because I thought it went up at level four. Five. Okay, uh, and the damage is reduced again by half because it's slashing damage, and it's not. So wait, what? Uh, this crab preachers crab preachers have resistance to slashing and oh, piercing. So. Round up or round down? Uh, have it. And then, right away, it's uh, round down, right? So it would be five. So round, round... Are we rounding up or are we rounding down? I don't know. We'll just round up. Okay. Okay. Yay! So three. Perfect. All right. Okay, very good, very good. Harbeck Thunder Fist. Sacred Flame. Sacred, Sacred Flame. So this time I get behind him a little bit, and I, I like, jump onto his back. A little there, mm-hmm. and uh, I want to do a crab boil. Yeah, do a good old crab Ooh, boil. Get that crab boil. I like. I, I put both hands around the love handles oh. on this thing. Okay, uh, I'm gonna try to dex save this shit again. Oh yeah, I rolled an 18. Yeah, yeah, unmodified, but still an 18. So dang it, stop. Orzok. Um. <clears throat> so I see him take a nice hit, but it seems to like. Not find it, or her, or Ornella with her uh, axe, and mm-hmm. it doesn't seem to be very effective with uh, slashing. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> I actually back up the entrance mm-hmm. about halfway, mm-hmm. and I just say, I just, just start running, and I just, gr- like, I tackle it. 
Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I hear uh, the hoofs coming and I jump out the way. <laughs> awesome. Uh, we'll just make uh, opposed athletics checks again. Okay. I rolled a nine. Um, I rolled a... What is it? Fifteen. Okay. Uh, my overall is a thirteen, so you still win. So... Uh, you tackle this thing, and are you are you just like I'm knocking it down? Okay, yeah. Prone, if I can make a make a reflex save for me. Ooh, what's that gonna do? How do I do that? Uh, or sorry, uh, dex save for me. Dex save. Okay. I just I play too many games. No, uh, stars without number. Fifteen. Okay. So what happens is you go and tackle this thing, and it uh grabs you, and it's like falling to the ground and the tunnel, uh, suddenly the pitch becomes much more steep and the two of you begin tumbling down this tunnel. I'm going to surf this crab preacher down the, <laughs> down the sloosh. And, uh, so you take, or this, the crab preacher. Oh shit. Okay. So crab preacher takes, 15 damage um, because it's tumbling down these uh, down this uh, tunnel now slamming into the sides of the uh, cavern you can see pieces of chitin and plate just come flying off of this thing as it like crunches up against a stalagmite and um, uh, you manage to like ride right yourself so that you're uh, like you're getting hit, but you're not actually taking damage from it. And eventually, uh, the, uh, the surface like evens out and, uh, the crab goes tumbling and rolling and falls into a large pit. Hmm. And you, (laughs) you manage to like do that thing where you're like standing, (laughs) waving the arms to keep my balance. Yeah. Okay. And you two have just, yeah, had just saw Orzok just disappear down this tunnel with the crab preacher. I uh, pick up the torch and I yell to Ornella, "Are you okay?" Yeah, yeah. Well, let's go. Let's go. That concludes part two. Make sure to click on part three down below to catch the conclusion to our GaryCon Airbnb special. Thanks again for listening.